Ahoy, mateys, and welcome to another episode of I'm Ready, a SpongePod Squarecast. My name is Captain Eric, and we are continuing our sail through the second season of SpongeBob SquarePants. Before we get into today's episode, uh, some Funko-related news, and and just oh my goodness, this is crazy. Uh, first off, I have been planning a series on my Nickelodeon Funko collection, going through each show's uh, line of Funko products. I've been I've been writing things out, planning things out. I've you know shot some test footage for what I you know want certain things you know how I want the the products to be presented. Uh, I've I've been putting a lot of work into this, about a years of thought and work into this, um, and Funko just had to go and release four Rugrats slash Funko themed makeup kits that are exclusive to Walmart that I have to now track down um, because everything was complete up until that, and and Rugrats would be the second episode uh, of this series, so. That's been a holdup, but then Funko dropped a bomb. Now, they weren't touching Nickelodeon for a while, and I figured with the Rugrats revival, maybe they would get back into Rugrats, which I would, you know, any pops related to that show would be its own episode down the line. Um, but they just went and just went full-on steam ahead with Avatar The Last Airbender. Um this is just crazy. So we haven't had Avatar Pops in months. There was a, a Zuko drop with Box Lunch that was an exclusive. Uh, Zuko with lightning that glow, glowed in the dark, which was really cool. Um, but then they dropped this bomb that they were going to have not only five new general release Funkos for Avatar, including Aang in the Avatar state with the, um, the four elements surrounding him, but these exclusives... Uh, Amazon exclusive, Hot Topic exclusive with a chance of a chase, BAM exclusive, Funko Shop exclusive, Target exclusive, and then one that is only exclusive to Funko Hollywood, like that store. Like, what is this? Why? Oh my. Hey, look, as a fan, I'm happy that these exist. But as a collector? absolutely such it's like it's just anxiety just scrolling through those pictures knowing that um a good half of them will be extremely easy to get um a good quarter of them will be you know somewhat easy you know challenging to get and then the other quarter just oh this is going to be terrible and tough to get uh i'm in like nickelodeon is the only set in my collection that I'm this serious about. So um, thank you, Funko, for diving back into Nickelodeon, but uh, cut it down on these exclusives or at least give them to retailers that uh, are going to be decent enough to get through. I know that any exclusive is going to be difficult for some fan out there, Uh, whether or not it's exclusive to FYE or GameStop or Target or Walmart. Like, it's going to be a pain to some collector out there, but some of these choices... Um, uh, store specific chases, for example, just those are the most anxiety ridden. Uh, if you're lucky enough to, to get one, I mean, kudos to you. Uh, I, I was very lucky with Cora. I was not even, I was not so lucky with Aang, uh, cause both Aang and Cora had hot topic exclusives that also had the possibility of a chase, which is a one out of six chance 
Um, for those who don't know the whole Funko thing and keep hearing Chase going like, what What does that mean? Um, that's just the one that is going to be worth more money down the road. Or you, know, you hope to. Sometimes Chase's, depending on the character or the brand, uh, aren't really worth that much. Um, but yeah, so I, I understand it's going to be it's going to be a headache for somebody out there. And, and so you just got to eventually it's going to be a headache for you, depending on what you collect. Sometimes you get off scot free with some of these exclusives and other times, boom, you get hit with a bunch of them. Uh, but it's it's a nice it's a nice passion project for me. I I, uh, I really enjoy the, uh, you know, collecting Funko Pops and whatnot. Uh, most of the Nickelodeon set is complete. There's a few like little one-off things here and there that, um, you know, for future shows, I'm not worried about knowing, you know, my time frame of getting these episodes out, uh, very minor things. And a few that look, um, I'll be honest, but the SpongeBob episode is not going to be complete when I get to, you know, eventually film that episode. Uh, I, there are two Funkos of SpongeBob that I don't have that are each worth about a grand and I don't have that kind of money to drop on this stuff. So uh, eventually, hey, I would love to. And and if if this show ever takes off in a in a monetary sense, those would be the first things I would use this show's money on. Um, like those things and then everything else just going right back into the show, like better, you know, computers, better software, better mics. Um, but yeah, those those two are just my absolute holy grails. I'll just give I'll give like all of my collection away of everything else. If somebody just offered me those two, it would definitely be a, a good deal. I would try to keep the wrestling ones, the wrestling and Nickelodeon. Um, maybe, maybe Bob's burgers. I don't know. There's, <laughs> there's a lot to choose from that. Ninja turtles. If I had to pick a, a third set to keep, uh, definitely Ninja Turtles. But hey, if you enjoy Funkos, I would love to hear about your collections, uh, see pictures of your collections. Uh, definitely, if you find me on social media, you want to talk this kind of stuff, I'm open to it. Uh, I hope there's other Funko fans out there who enjoy that kind of content. And uh, just pay attention to the YouTube channel. Just search I'm Ready, a SpongePod Squarecast on YouTube. Uh, we're, we're ever growing on there. And as I've said, there's going to be a lot of video exclusive content coming out. Um, there's already been unboxings of some of the past Nick boxes of the last year, uh, both Nick boxes that I got in 2020. Uh, I've I have videos out for unboxings and I'm going to be putting out unboxings for uh, the winter Nick box from 2020 2021 um, the very first bikini bottom box that's a SpongeBob related item and uh, and then of course I have the next two Nick box and bikini bottom boxes coming in so there'll be unboxings for those. Um, I, I have a lot of items from these boxes and I still have so many past Nick boxes that, uh, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to need all of them. So, um, once I get things rolling and, and we start getting live streams as part of our, uh, content here, uh, I'm just going to start doing giveaways for a lot of this Nickelodeon stuff that I, I won't see a need for, um, because I, these things are just going to build up in my home. Like even some of the shirts, I just, I, I don't wear most of them. Um, well, some I do, but I, I get like too sentimental about it. Like, I don't want to ruin it by wearing it. It's something that happens. Um, today's episode is dumped. Uh, and before we get into today's episode, we're going to take a quick break to listen to everyone's favorite ad. Uh, new one is upcoming. I'm going to be working on that. Uh, I have some, some, I'm kind of like writing the script out at this point, uh, but we're going to listen to that ad. Definitely. Hey, hear the man's warning. 
listen to that guy. He is a guy you can trust. But we're going to listen to that ad, and then we'll be right back. Hey, Larry. Want to hear a joke? Oh, Gary used to love this one. <clears throat> what do you call a snail on a ship? A snailer. Ah, ah. Don't you get it, Larry? A snailer. Gosh, Larry sure is different than Gary. And Gary and Larry are real different than Jerry. Oh, Gary, why did you have to go? Why, Gary? Magic Con, will I ever get to meet Tom Kenny? Maybe someday. Oh, so you're saying there's a chance. Okay, okay. Should I tell fans of the show how they can support us? Yes. Goofy Goobers, supporting the show is shockingly easier than catching a blue jellyfish. Right from our Anchor page, anchor.fm slash spongepod, you can find links to all of our social media and a support button if you happen to have a few extra clams. Also follow us on twitch.tv slash spongebobpodcast, where it's not only the official home to our sister show, Video Bob Game Pants, it's also where I stream live drawings of various Nickelodeon characters and host the opportunity for commissions and giveaways. Lastly, the official merchandise store is now open at redbubble.com slash people slash spongepod, where various designs will be uploaded in Inspired by our show, including our official logo, which is now available on a multitude of products like t-shirts, stickers, duvet covers, and even a shower curtain. This is a podcast by a fan for fans and will always be fan-driven. Any way you see fit on supporting our show is much appreciated. Thank you and enjoy. Gary? <laughs> Let's go for a walk, pal. Gary? I thought what we had was special! And we're back. Um, Dumped is a season two episode. It is the second part of the 29th episode of the second season. First aired on May 19th, 2001, and was written by Paul Tibbet, Walt Dorn, and Meriwether Williams. Uh, this is an episode that is kind of a precursor to any future, like, Gary is missing content. Uh, this really shows how important Gary is to SpongeBob as a pet, as a part of his life. Uh, he is absolutely wrecked at the idea of losing Gary in any way, shape, or form, even if it's to a neighbor. Uh, that's right. The beginning of this episode takes us, uh, through this series of events that, um, has Gary very interested in Patrick. Uh, SpongeBob and Gary are just hanging out. They're playing tag. It's an actually very cute, wonderful scene. I, I smiled when watching it because it's just seeing SpongeBob have fun with Gary and seeing Gary interact with him and actually play along and play tag. It, it's always fun to see when he's just not, um, you know, kind of doing his own thing and ignoring him. Um, at some point, Patrick comes into the picture, and from then on, Gary's attention is fully on Patrick. He is just into Patrick, not leaving him alone, uh, crawling all over him, going up and down. He is just full-on interested with Patrick. Um, and, and they try to have some fun together, but it just seems that uh, Patrick and Gary are just infatuated with 
hanging out with one another. And it's kind of adorable at first, when, especially when SpongeBob, uh, when Patrick brings up the the idea of Gary sleeping over and SpongeBob's just totally for it. Like, I honestly would never think about letting my best friend, like, take my pet for a night. Like, I, I would be fine with it. It's just something I wouldn't think about. I wouldn't even think about asking that. If, if somebody's dog or cat was super into me, I wouldn't just be like, hey, can can it sleep over my home? I don't know. Is that a normal thing? Does anybody out there have have an animal that they just lend to a friend for a night? I'm, I'm sure that happens, but I don't know. It just it felt like it came out of nowhere from Patrick's end. Like, you know, Gary just was infatuated and infatuated with him at this point and just wouldn't leave him alone. Um, but they go. SpongeBob goes along with the idea and like I said, it's just it's super adorable to see that like him just be totally fine with it. Uh, but when he finds out the next morning that it's it's not changing, like Gary is still just all up in Patrick and is not leaving him alone. Uh, now, for those that know the end of this episode and shows what Gary was really into, uh, Gary is an intelligent pet. He understands SpongeBob uh, and seems to acknowledge this unspoken communication between the two. Like, he understands what SpongeBob is saying. So, I'm going to spoil the ending, which, and I'm skipping over a lot here, but the fact that this entire time, Gary is infatuated with a cookie that he is willing to put SpongeBob through emotional distress for that cookie is hilarious like gary is not a dumb snail he sees spongebob freaking out and is not consoling him whatsoever all for that cookie like it's that cookie or nothing that cookie is the most important thing in gary's life like i it's sad at some point when when spongebob is really losing it but that the will for that cookie is strong uh because at times, I mean, if you watch the episode knowing what Gary is after, you can kind of see the moments when he's going closer to Patrick's pants and trying to go closer to the pocket. But then there's other times where Gary isn't like going after the cookie as much and just definitely seems like he's hanging out with Patrick a ton. We get this wonderful uh, scene like Patrick, though, before we get to the wonderful scene, Patrick takes a complete turn in this episode and becomes a real heel uh he shows no concern for uh spongebob's distress he shows no concern over the fact that that gary is is hurting spongebob uh he seems pretty content with having a pet of his own which may speak to patrick as a character uh that he would do he would do really well with a pet like patrick should have adopted a snail after this episode because he seemed to be a good owner for a snail uh they you know they they both like to eat a lot maybe that would be an issue in the house but uh i was totally for patrick getting a snail after this episode he, he seemed to be a good owner but he showed no interest in trying to help figure out what was going on with gary or the fact that spongebob was just losing his mind like patrick was just totally for taking gary which leads us to this wonderful scene that just reminds me of one of my favorite childhood movies, Air Bud, in which Gary is placed down and allowed to choose freely choose who he wants to go with. 
Uh, and if anybody who knows Air Bud knows exactly what I'm talking about, like the climax of this entire movie is a courtroom proceeding in which they allow a dog, uh, loose of, of any restraints, to choose which of the two owners he wants to go with. And the dog is so smart, ah, I'm not going to ruin it for you. Go watch Air Bud on Disney+. Plus. I have no interest in ruining that movie at all. Um, I mean, it's, it's a Disney movie. You can probably guess what's going to happen, but I'm still not going to say anything, even though it's like a 30-year-old movie right now. Um, but anyway, I that scene just reminded me of Air Bud, so I absolutely love it. Gary, you know, slowly goes over to SpongeBob and then immediately turns face and goes after Patrick. Uh, we then get a kind of montage of SpongeBob trying to cope with the fact that he doesn't have Gary anymore and trying to replace him. But he's also trying to make Gary jealous in a way. His first attempt is a is a worm. Which in this, uh, for, in, for those that don't know, in this world, worms are, you know, for snails, they're basically cats and worms are basically dogs. So he adopts Rex, this worm who who has no tricks and just leaves town. Actually, you know what? That is a trick because that worm had a like one of those uh, old, you know, the old timey hobo uh, like little. Not, it's not a backpack, but the handle with the. Uh, the bag on it, and he just kind of left town. It was actually very funny. It's still, it's still a pretty funny joke to this day. Uh, he then goes back and adopts another snail who sounds like Squidward and looks like Oscar the Grouch. Like this snail was definitely designed to give you the idea that it was a mean, angry snail. It had big, goofy, black eyebrows. It was colored like colors of vomit like it was not a good looking snail named larry uh spongebob is adorable in these scenes with larry he definitely tries like he's in his home he doesn't have to try to uh make gary jealous he's just being a good snail owner and trying to make dinners for larry who uh who doesn't want any part of it he has no no desire to be around spongebob takes over his bed takes over his house basically uh, we get a gag here where SpongeBob also mentions that uh, both snails of Gary and Larry are nothing like his other snail, Jerry, who he pulls out of his pocket. and We see a realistic snail, which to the size of SpongeBob, that snail being its size would be like very small. I don't know if that is uh, a good size difference of, of like, I don't even know if a snail can get that tiny. Um Eventually, this leads to Patrick coming back over the house, wanting to do some laundry, giving SpongeBob one of like the worst talks he's ever given him, I'd say, in the entire show. Uh, maybe we'll run into another one down the line that I think is worse, but he just berates SpongeBob and is just very mean to him. And during this scene, we find out the the ultimate twist is that Gary was only interested in a cookie that Patrick had in his pocket, a cookie that was so important it was worth putting SpongeBob through at least a day's worth of emotional distress. Uh, uh, SpongeBob pleads to Gary before this this comes up, and it's it's such a sad scene. You feel so bad, and in the end, it really does make Gary look a little little worse off. But I mean, what can you do? Uh, they they leave the house, and Patrick is left there. Now the sad one. He is now in distress. And you'd think after all that, like, Patrick would go out and get a snail of his own, but he doesn't. Patrick doesn't get a pet, which I'm okay with in the end, but 
it just it just seems really weird for him to get so so bent out of shape over losing Gary. Like I think it would have been better for him to be to not want Gary around and and then be happy when SpongeBob takes him back so that both characters can walk away on a happy note, but they they unfortunately don't get that here in this episode. One one walks away extremely happy and the other one at least for the time being is upset. And that is the episode dumped. And uh, you know, it's not my favorite uh Gary SpongeBob crying episode. Uh, obviously that goes to to one down the line. But this is a pretty good episode and it definitely had some jokes that still landed after after 20 years. And it, it's still it's still a good watch. Um, it's not it's not perfect in story. It, it's not perfect in every joke. Not every joke I feel like lands as as well as it did, or um, you know, or if it never really did at all. But I I liked some of the the facial expressions that the characters made. Of course, one of SpongeBob's that he makes uh, when trying to talk to Rex the worm ended up on a craft macaroni and cheese box. Uh, so this episode has been used in marketing. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I, this was just, it, it's a, like I said, it's a precursor to future episodes that have SpongeBob and Gary at its, at its core story element. And this one definitely set the bar high that they would definitely leap down the road at least once. Um, and this is still a, a good bar to be on. Uh, Dumped is a wonderful episode. Aside for its its taking of of Patrick's character here and and kind of uh, turning him into a, a heel in the second half of this episode, uh, you know we don't get to see that often, and it's not something that I would say hasn't been perfected in the past. That it has happened a few times. Uh, it's just weird here, uh, especially for for how close these two are to have Patrick just completely no sell and very obviously um show anger towards spongebob and his emotions with, with gary involved so it is an absolutely solid season two episode uh, and is abs is absolutely every worth your watch which by the way i have been enjoying the uh the slow updates with paramount plus they they seem to be adding more things but guys you, you got to get me on board to help out with some of this organizing, like the organizing level in the Nickelodeon section just needs to go up like like five percent. And I can be that five percent. Just let me edit that section a little bit, uh, get you guys fixed up and up to order. Uh, but I, they've been you know, I've been slowly going through Kablam right now. And after I go through Kablam, I plan on going through. Uh, I don't want to touch Rugrats yet, although I, I could do that. Uh, but I think Cat Dog or Angry Beavers, I might just binge next and get through the whole series. Th those two have been on my list for a while of rewatching and and seeing how well it plays out. I tried doing it to Rocket Power, uh, and I had to stop. And I I, I got to give Rocket Power another shot uh, to see how well it holds up because it it definitely didn't do well there. Uh, but that is this week of the Square Cast. Thank you everybody for joining me. Thank you for being a part of this. If you're a part of the Ready Crew, if you consider yourself a part of the Ready Crew, I welcome you. I appreciate you. I love everything that you guys do out there. Uh, if you ever have questions for the show or anything where you can write in, talk about the show, let's talk about SpongeBob. Let's talk about Nickelodeon. Uh, you can write me at snail mail at euphonics.com, U-F-O. 
SpongeBobNYX.com. Follow the show on Instagram at SpongeBob Podcast and follow us on Twitter at I'm Ready Podcast. Uh, definitely subscribe to us on YouTube. Like up any videos that you find on there. Share them on any social media you'd like. Anything that you can do to help the show out is much appreciated on my end. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you here next week. Magic Conj, will I ever get to meet Tom Kenny? Maybe someday. Oh, so you're saying there's a chance. Okay, okay. Should I tell fans of the show how they can support us? Yes. Goofy Goobers, supporting the show is shockingly easier than catching a blue jellyfish. Right from our Anchor page, anchor.fm slash spongepod, you can find links to all of our social media and a support button if you happen to have a few extra clams. Also follow us on twitch.tv slash spongebobpodcast, where it's not only the official home to our sister show, Video Bob Game Pants, it's also where I stream live drawings of various Nickelodeon characters and host the opportunity for commissions and giveaways. Lastly, the official merchandise store is now open at redbubble.com slash people slash spongepod, where various designs will be uploaded in Inspired by our show, including our official logo, which is now available on a multitude of products like t-shirts, stickers, duvet covers, and even a shower curtain. This is a podcast by a fan for fans and will always be fan-driven. Any way you see fit on supporting our show is much appreciated. Thank you and enjoy.